Hello everyone, my name is Kate Decker and I am obsessed with exposing the truth of what happens when we ditch the autopilot, take our power back and become the creators of our destiny. And I'm here to remind you that no matter who you are, where you come from or what you've been through, you deserve to live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the Create Your Best Life Radio. Oh my gosh, you guys, in today's episode, you're honestly going to be so freaking mind blown. It was so good. We have Amanda Sharm on the podcast and we were talking about the beauty in the brains, right? Like how women can be both. We can be so freaking gorgeous and sexy and hot and super smart and it's so important that we highlight both of the parts and we're talking also about the um, balance of masculine and feminine energies and how does it actually look like and what results does that bring in our personal lives and relationships and then also in our business and then we dive oh my gosh like if this wasn't enough we dive into like really the things that new business owners should focus on right now and what people who are scaling to like multiple six figures seven figures should focus on this episode is so jam-packed i literally didn't want to like hit stop recording i was like ah this is so good so you guys you have so much to look forward to Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here today. We have a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous guest. I really wish you could see her. She looks beautiful. M. Ducharme. And you guys, if you don't know her, first of all, where have you been? She is a business strategist for influencers and experts looking to monetize and scale their audience through digital marketing and passive income. Her work has been featured on major media outlets such as Forbes, Thrive Global, The Goodman Project, and Business to Community. And as a former corporate sales consultant for Fortune 500 companies, major corporations, M helped to grow and scale businesses for the last 10 years in various sectors as hospitality, finances, entertainment, e-learning, all of that stuff. And she's also raised millions of dollars in investor funds for the companies that she worked for and personally was able to scale her own companies past multi-six and seven-figure mark in a record-breaking time. Well, I think it's very clear why we have M on here. So welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited. I'm so excited to have our conversation. I just found it so funny because when we were booking our interview, we were like when we were first in touch, like we were both in the process of moving. We were both in the process of huge changes. And I just love when life comes with these super awesome synchronicities. So Obviously, now people have a little snippet about who you are and what do you do, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about like, what is it that you really do? Like, what's your thing? What's your jam right now? So my jam, I would say right now, I'm so multi-passionate and I'm an entrepreneur. Like I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats. Like I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a consultant, I'm a strategist. I'm, I'm so many things at the same time, but I own multiple businesses as well. So I own two business. One is in the e-learning industry, which is my coaching and mentoring business. And I'm launching uh, from a startup that I'm funding for uh, e-commerce space businesses. So we're launching our first store very, very soon. So I'm very passionate about business. 
too passionate to just help people with their businesses. Like for me, I can't imagine a life without also having businesses on the side on top of helping people build their businesses. But the reason why I'm so, 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 so passionate about coaching and mentoring, it's because I've, I come from very difficult background. I've overcome a lot of challenges that were like unbelievable and really difficult to overcome. And I found such resilience and personal power through overcoming everything that I wanted to share it. But I also found how to mix the feminine and the masculine energies together when it comes to life and business. And it's actually changed my life so much. So I decided to really focus that my, my work, my work, like when it comes to mentoring and coaching and courses and stuff, always includes both the energetic and the strategic side for everything that I do so that people can really understand how to balance both and not go in one extreme. And that's, that's what I do in a nutshell. I'm really passionate about that. I love that. And I think a lot of women are going to appreciate that you are multi-passionate and a lot of times people see it as a problem. Like, oh my gosh, I have so many ideas. I have so many passions. I cannot really be successful. And seeing someone who's like, I'm multi-passionate. So I am successful in everything that I do. I think that's hugely empowering for a lot of women out there. And obviously like overcoming circumstances and things like that, we're all about it here (laughs) and creating Mm -hmm. our dream life because we all have something and sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's harder, right? But one thing that I wanted to talk to you about is um, the beauty and the brains standard in in the world. And I am just very curious about what you have to say about that. Yes, of course. So uh, for a period of my life, I was a model. I did, I was earning my life very, very well being a model, but I was not feeling very comfortable with the fact that I was only beauty. And then I went in the extreme of being all brains. Like I would really try to be the least attractive possible. I was trying to look as like least feminine possible so that people would not notice my beauty, but they would notice my brains. And for me, one of the epiphany of my life, like when I truly came full circle, when I truly started to feel comfortable with my life and with myself as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as an unconventional millionaire, is truly to be able to have be both at the same time and be proud of it. And, and that's my biggest asset is that I am both beauty and brains. I'm, I'm, I don't need to be one or the other. I can be both at the same time. And I feel like often women have a hard time choosing which one are they going to focus on. Sometimes they they feel intelligent, but they don't feel pretty. Sometimes they feel pretty, but they don't feel like they're intelligent enough. And we all have this beauty and brain inside of us. We all have this woman. And no matter what we look like, beauty is not a standard that society should be choosing. It's really something that's come from within. So for me, one of the work that I do with women now, it's truly to find the confidence to be both. So the confidence to have a voice and use it and have opinions and not be scared of it and have standards and boundaries and not be afraid of of standing for what we believe in, but also not being afraid of, of being feminine. I have so many clients that tried also to hide what they look like. They try to hide their curves. They try to not be provocative. They don't 
wear certain type of clothes because they get too many eyes on them and they don't like it because it makes them feel uncomfortable because they think about what are they what are they thinking when they're looking at me and I decided to be uh leading first with I'm beauty and brains and I'm unapologetic about it I'm I'm so proud of where I got into my life right now and I truly believe that those two things no, none of their the beauty or brains is wrong it's truly amazing to have them both together I 100% agree and I will say that this is something that I know that personally I still need to work on and that's something that I have been actually working on and I think what we all need to do all of us women because one of my biggest pet peeves is honestly feeling like someone just thinks that I'm pretty like that gets me so pissed off like I get so fired up when I even show up somewhere with my husband and I mean he's great he's successful and all that stuff but a lot of times people actually think that everything that we have is just because of him which is not true at all so when people see me as this like pretty girl I would also get upset I'm like okay depending on where I'm going like that's how I'm going to dress if I'm going for a date night I can look pretty but if I'm Mm -hmm. going to meet up with family or friends or whatever I want them to see me as I'm actually smart and capable so I'm going to you know hide certain parts of me or not look so great so that they don't see just that I'm pretty and they don't think that I'm just pretty because I'm gonna get pissed off (laughs) so I love that you're bringing that up yeah so that's a problem for a lot of people and it's also sometimes it's uncomfortable as a woman by by ourselves to hold the the contact the eye contact from people that like we don't feel it's the right one so it's intimidating kind of thing it's it's almost scary but I like I have a Porsche I drive a Porsche and I got that Porsche when I broke up with my ex I decided to get myself a Porsche and then everyone would ask me who's paying for your Porsche what do you mean who's paying for my Porsche I can buy my Porsche every single month if I want I could buy a new one every month like I make enough money to do that so at first it was really making me angry to have those questions as well because I'm like do you think I'm not smart enough to have a Porsche but then I also realized maybe it's because I'm not loud enough about who I am and what I bring to the table maybe it's because it's not clear when you look at me that I'm actually really smart as well so I decided to go full on in both like I am feminine even when no one is looking and I'm smart even when no one is looking, but at the same way when people are looking, I am both. And I decide even if it's scary to hold both. And I remember when I went to get to the luxurious car uh, dealer, it was scary because it was like Bugattis and all these things, like very like million dollar cars. My car was not that expensive compared to what they sell at that dealer. And then I would walk in and I was dressed in sneakers and t-shirt and and I decided that I was going to walk in as I own the place. I'm not like, even though I'm dressed like um, I just went to do squeegee in the corner of the street, because I, <laughs> that's kind of what I look like. I'm like, my energy is going to be beauty and brains. So I walked in and then people came and asked me who I was, not in like, they thought I was someone important and th- because of the energy that I walked in with. And then some people recognized me and they said, oh my God, you're in Ducharme. I follow you online. Oh my God, you're Andrew Sharma. I saw your website. I love your work. So that that really showed me that beauty and brains is really something with the energy. It's not about what you wear, 
It's not about what you're doing with your hair. It's really about the energy that you're bringing to the table all the time. Mm, that's so good. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And um, I had a question, but it fell away, but I'm going <laughs> to just say something else. Um, when you were talking also about the balance of the masculine and the feminine, I feel like this is also what really plays a role in that. And that's mm-hmm. something that I am like really trying to work on, on when to really like tap more into the masculine, more into the feminine. And like, how does that even go together? Because I feel like sometimes that also brings in struggles that we like almost don't know, like, where do we fall with that? I don't know if it's related to what we just said, but that was a thought on my, on my mind as well. (laughs) Well, feminine and masculine, because the thing is when we're too much in our masculine, we're going to be in survival and protection mode. And then the reaction we're going to have are going to be repulsive to people. So the way I'm going to react, if I'm in my masculine energy and someone approaches me and I'm trying to protect myself from a possible threat because I'm in my masculine energy, then it's, it's pushing the person away the person is not gonna it's not the same energy so i i still want to show really strong in my feminine energy for me this is super important i want to i want people to feel my feminine energy but i want me to feel so confident when i'm in and safe when i'm in my feminine energy that i'm not i don't need to push people away i don't need to protect myself i i can Like I let people, I let strangers open the door. Like I'm going to wait in front of the door and I'm going to wait for a man to come to open the door. (laughs) Like this is like, I, 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 I allow the world to, to help me. Like I ask for help. I asked people to park my car in the past because I'm a terrible park. Like I can't park. And I asked people to park my car. This, like I, I have no problem being a woman and asking for help in that and receiving and allowing people to be there for me. Like the number of times that I would step somewhere and ask someone for an advice, um, ask someone for my way. I, I, I love to allow people to serve me and their masculine and still be feminine, but still show up with my confidence and my strength and with my inner knowing that I'm building brains. I got, I got both inside of me, but I don't need to use my masculine energy because my feminine energy is so much more powerful. Wow, that is so powerful what you just said. And I literally had the thought of, wait, but if you ask for help a lot or if you ask for this and that, like, like doesn't that feel like you're not capable, that you need someone, right? And like all of these thoughts started flooding, but I mean, essentially from what you're saying, that's not true, right? Like you don't, you don't think that and it's not true that just because you ask for help you're not good enough (laughs) I'm capable of absolutely everything I choose just not to do it and it's it's for me it's also like giving allowing to receive gives me power and gives the other person confidence that they they can help and that's something that I noticed like when I was learning the polarities of men like when you ask for to a man to change the light bulb, he's going to feel so important. I can change the light bulb myself, but I want him to feel like he's the man. He's strong. He fixed the light bulb. I'm gorilla. Like, yes. So like I give that like like that power to my partner. I give that power to my brothers, to my uncles. Like I love men helping me. I love men serving me. I, every, when I was back in Montreal, every Saturday, my uncle would make me dinner 
And the first few dinners that we did that, we would make a very simple dinner. But I would be so appreciative of the dinner that then it became very, very like complex dinners, like seafood extravaganza, like all kinds of like, like really like you would spend all day in the, in the kitchen trying new things to make me like, like he would be so happy because he's, I, I allow him to be in his masculine. And since my aunt died, no, no woman had made him feel like he could be in his masculine because he's been by himself. And I let him be in his masculine and like by cooking for me. My, uh, if I'm sick to make a uh, tonics for me. So it's, it's so important when we're around people, which, which we're, it's not what we're talking about, but I think it's a really important point is like to let, to let people be their full self around you without feeling like you're, they're going to be pushed back or rejected or something like that. If they're trying to help. And I, I, I wasn't always like this before. I remember like, People would want to buy me a coffee. I can buy my own coffee. Like, this is so masculine. I can do everything. Now it's like, I know that I can do it, but I choose to let someone else do it for me. And this is my, I, I, it feels so good for them to do it. So it makes me happy and making me happy feels good for them. So it's like, we're both exchanging. It's not about, I need it, but I, I love that you're doing it. So I'm not going to say, no, I can do it myself absolutely you can do it for me if you want to I love that so much and I feel like that goes in hand in hand with um two things and one of them is the like being okay being almost in this like I don't want to say like surrender energy but this yeah like in a way surrender energy of like I am not losing control by letting go of the control necessarily Yeah, it's really trusting. It's like, uh, you're only losing control if you don't trust yourself. I trust myself. I know I I get me like I travel the whole world by myself. I know I'm a GPS. I know I can find my way anywhere in the world. I know I can survive anything that happens. But it doesn't mean that I have to the knowing in my heart of the trust that I have with myself that no matter what happens, I got me, but I still choose to let other people give to me like whether it's compliments whether it's um when a client exchange money for a service whether it's when a man does something for me if i'm like if i'm at the store i will ask people can you help me like with this like i'm gonna ask people to like help me bring something to my car and they're gonna be so happy that someone asked them like it makes them feel important and uh, we forget this we're so stuck into our own universe of I, I'm a strong woman. I can do it all on my own. I don't need no one. I don't need no men. And then the men feel useless. And then what people complain that men nowadays don't treat women right. Well, you don't, you don't allow the men to treat you anyway. Like you just don't allow him to treat you in any yeah. standard. So we need to, we need to go back to allowing men to be men and just change the way we see things. We're not giving our power away. We are the power. We're attracting theirs. Mm, Oh my gosh, this is so good. This is such a great conversation. And I know that we talk about a lot about men and women, but I know that it also translates in business, right? Because when you know how to balance your energy in business, then sales and attracting clients is super easy so can you tell us how you actually use this also in your work yes well it's the same way and it's also like managing your trigger and your patterns 
So we're going to notice sometimes, for example, I'm launching something and I'm trying to control all, all of the outcomes. So one of the way for me that I practice being completely feminine is I completely stop having money goals. I completely stop having growth goals, not because I'm not responsible and I'm not tracking my stuff, just because I didn't want to give it any meaning. I did. I wanted life to blow me away. So every day, instead of ha having like today, I want this to happen. I, today, I want my mind to be blown away. Today, I want to create miracles. And then I became a match. Instead of being a match for like, I want 10 new clients this month, I, I was a match for miracles. And sometimes that those miracles were translated into something that's so much bigger than 10 clients. I would have 30 clients instead. But if I would have aimed for 10, I would have had 10. Because the masculine likes to predict, likes to structure, likes to know what's going on. They like The masculine loves data. They, they like... The masculine is the paid marketing and the feminine is the organic marketing. Like with the organic marketing, you're not in control. With the paid marketing, you know exactly how much money you spend per lead is going to bring you a certain amount of leads. If you convert 23% of your leads, then this is how much money you're going to make every month. That's it. That's easy. But the organic, you don't know. Like it's like the potential is stronger, but the risks are more scary because you can't predict. But when we just decide, I'm letting go of all my, all my knowing, because when we're creating something from what we know, we cannot have results we've never seen before. We're only seeking the, the results we know, because that's all where we're headed. I don't, I don't want to know. I want my mind to be blown away. And instead, I'm focusing on how can I have more fun? I never make it about my audience. And I used to, it used to be, what does my audience need to hear to, today? What type of content should I publish? And now it's like, I, I reverse it back to me because I want to receive and receiving is feminine. So I'm going to be feminine when I create. So now when I create copy, I don't create copy for to make money. I create copy because I put my energy into my copy and I write it for me to transform me. And then it transforms other people. When I, I talk about my programs, I don't talk about it to sell them. I talk about how passionate I am because I'm excited to take myself through my own programs. And then other people feel magnetized by the fact that, oh my God, like she's so obsessed with her work and must be good. Like she's so like, you know, when you see someone that's so in love with something and you just want it, like she seems to love that ice cream so much. I want to taste it because it looks so good. Look at her face. It has to be good. She looks amazing when she's eating it. She looks like she's glowing. What does it taste like? That's the same thing. Like we, I create the, I focus on me, not because, not in a selfish way, but in a way that if I'm enjoying myself, this is what counts. If like, I, I know my partner does not take me on dates for him. He takes me on date to watch me have fun and like, try new things because he likes to see me smile and laugh and that that's what makes him happy we don't do things like like the feminine is so joyful she's her emotions are so electric that it makes people want to come towards her because it's it's like it's a magnet so instead of trying to tell people how good my world is i just i get in my world and then i show them Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. So would you say that if someone is maybe still like at the kind of beginning, maybe of their journey, that this is an approach that would be helpful for them? Or do you believe that they 
that we still need some structure. We need always, we always need structure. It's impossible to be successful without a structure. And the reason why I'm successful now, it's because I created this. Now it's easy for me because everything is done. I created the structure. I have four employees. I, I, I don't need to be doing the actual work because other people are taking care of it. Now I get to only have fun. So this is, if you're only beginning, don't expect things to be like this and then feel like, what am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong, but invest in getting these systems and these structure and the team early on so that you can get there faster because you don't get there by being burned out by doing all the things yourself. This is why in my program, like I always teach the strategies, the systems of operations, how to hire and all these things, because that's missing a lot. A lot of entrepreneurs have could make so much more money, but they're tapped in, their energy is, is stretched too much for them to be able to allow more people in the world, for example, or scale their businesses because they don't have what it takes to scale. It's like, it's like you're only doing a, you're only working out your upper body at the gym. Eventually your legs are not going to be able to handle you. Like you, you need to do both, <laughs> right? So that's important. And if you're early on in your journey, if you're under six figures, for sure do the mindset work. But I would say focus on the systems that makes you structured, that makes you know where you're going, that creates sustainable growth. Don't chase the quantum leap. You're not ready to handle that. A lot of people want the quantum leap so fast, but it's like, they're like, okay, I got the quantum leap, but now I'm not going to be able to do any, any work for six months because I don't have time. And I saw, I saw a lot of people getting burned out doing this. I, I believe sustainable growth until you are ready for like the massive one to, zero to 100 speed, then that's going to be way more fun and easy to manage. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think this honesty is so important in the industry that like there is a different, slightly different approach for the people who are at the beginning. And now for the people who are in the multiple six figures and they want to go to seven figures and multiple seven figures, what would you say that their um, biggest focus maybe should be? If you're under six figures, I would say to start, first of all, delegating because you need to learn how to delegate early on because it's it's an art. Like it, it's hard to delegate, especially when your business is your baby and you think no one else is going to be doing the thing as good as you're doing. That's like the main problem. Like you don't think someone can do it as good as you. So you'd rather do it, but then it stops you from growing. So delegating, like if you don't have an employee, start with one, even if it's part-time and and really focus on finding the right person because a bad employee is going to slow you down. I had to fire someone and my numbers were extremely different the minute that he was out of the company because the energy that I spent on that specific employee and the energy that my team spent working with that person really harmed my business. So having the right people and firing fast which is something I personally struggle with because I love people and I don't like to make people sad or disappoint people. So I give a lot of chances and that's something that's now, I actually hired someone on my team to be taking care of managing my employees because this is not my strength. I love to, people too much to do that. So if I know it's not my strength, I'm going to make sure someone on my team has the backbone that they're going to be able to do it for me. So that's like finding someone that's going to be able to do the places where you have weak spots and weaknesses, have someone that's going to help you, someone that's, that's going to partner with you 
someone that's going to make you feel like because some some days are not going to be easy especially when you're building trust in your business and then and is it going to last is it a fluke is it for real and then oh my god it was not for real because this month uh we didn't do big numbers is my business going bankrupt like at the beginning it's a lot like this and when you have someone in your corner that's working with you and that can like remind you of your power is important because when i started when i had really bad months my team were there to remind me that i was really good at, at what i did and then eventually it became less and less and now we're really really good so having someone in your corner really important start delegating and then start growing your business slowly with systems and if you don't know what i mean uh what i what i'm saying systems invest in two people that can teach you or or that knows how to do it someone who already has uh knowledge into that because it's too technical to explain but like someone that's going to help make your business very effortless automated so that you can grow and grow and grow I love that. What a freaking beautiful answer. <laughs> and I think everyone who's listening is going to know exactly kind of what to do and where to go. And, um, and that's so important. I mean, you talked about the firing and the weaknesses and my first thought was like, yep, I hate firing. Okay. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> going to have to have someone for that because I'm not good at that. Um, or I don't enjoy it. I'm probably all right on it, but I don't enjoy I it. Cried. Right? I cried when I, like, I literally like, like the, my team was like, I was on the phone, I was crying with my manager and she was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, but it's so hard. Like I, like I, it's honestly, a lot of people cry in their business, not me. I love, I, my business has always been for me, like my biggest love. So I, I'd never really been sad even when things were harder, but firing someone that wanted to stay so bad, that person wanted to stay so bad, but they were not the right fit. They were slowing us down so much. And, and budget-wise, it didn't make sense because that person had the biggest salary, but he was doing the least uh, amount of work for, towards my growth. So it was so hard. And I allowed myself to be sad and I allowed myself to to let my team know that I was sad. And it, like we became closer because of that. And now we know what to look for and we learn from, from our mistakes. But it's normal that we, we're going to have some places where we're not very strong at. And when we have our strength into our team, then everything gets to be strong. Yeah, yeah. I love that so much. And the first person that I hired was I need someone who's doing my graphics because I spend way too much time doing that. I can do it, but I spend too much time perfecting mm -hmm. everything, right? Or it's like the little smaller things or even like, yeah, I can definitely create the sales page. And I mean, checkout page and the links and all of that, but it drains my energy. So why would I be doing that? So mm -hmm. those are the, definitely the first things that I did as well. And it's just, it changes everything. And yeah, anyway, I'm just blabbering at this point. I just love everything about our conversation. Um, so I have one question that I really ask everyone, but before I ask you this question, is there anything else that you would like to sprinkle in um, based off of our conversation or anything else that you would like our listeners to know? Um, I would say if if you felt if you resonated with what I said, but you still don't know how to start when it comes to hiring someone, start by tracking every single thing that you do every day and then audit your schedule. Like I spend way too much time doing this. 
uh, this, like I spend way too much time doing this and it's still not working. Um, I don't enjoy doing this. I got in a bad mood because for me, for example, tech stuff, I get in a bad mood. Like there's not a lot of things in the world that gets me in a bad mood. Tech stuff gets me in a bad mood. Like I want to throw my computer away type of mood. So I don't touch tech. I have not logged in my Kajabi in a very long time. <laughs> I don't like it. So think like, look at which, what steals life away from you and time away from you, because those are the two most important things. And then you're going to know exactly what to hire for. And that's, that's what I want people to, to start implementing right away. Oh, I freaking love that. This is so good. All right. So my last question to you is what does it mean or how does it look like for you to create and live your best life? For me, it means that every single day I'm busy doing what I love because I'm choosing what I do and how I stay busy. Because I really believe that being busy is a decision and I am busy, but I'm busy with doing things that I love because I decided to, not because I need to, because I have bills to pay or commitments to fulfill. So for me, my best life is being busy doing what I chose to do. Oh my gosh, that's a wonderful answer. I love that. I love that because there is definitely the anti-busy, you know, <laughs> wave, if you will. And this is such a great reframe of like being busy, but with the things that you love and enjoy. All right. So now obviously everyone is super obsessed with you and they want more of you uh, because I mean, of course. So where is your favorite place to hang out where people can stalk you? I would say my Instagram m.ducharme is the best way to reach out. All right. Uh, we're definitely link all of the links and all of the things in the show notes. And then also, is there something that you want to share that you have upcoming or going on something that people might be interested in? Um, I would say I have a pretty amazing free course called five days to 5k that teaches you um, how to do a cash injection with your audience and the feminine and masculine energetics and content ideas and stuff like that. It's jump packed with information and it's free. So if you guys like my vibe, you're probably gonna love that course as well. And it's in the link in my bio in Instagram. Perfect. And we're gonna make sure to link it as well in the show notes, but yay, that sounds so amazing. I'm gonna probably check it out too. <laughs> Cause I'm very intrigued. <laughs> That's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I am not doubting that and not one bit. Well, thank you so much and for being here, for sharing all of your wisdom. Honestly, this was so much more even than I expected. This was a conversation that went in so many different angles, but I know that people are going to love it. And I'm really, really grateful for your time and all of your wisdom here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved it, please let me know by leaving a short review here on the podcast app and take a screenshot of the episode and tag me on your Instagram stories at Decker so that I can keep your favorite topics coming. And until next time, let's create your best life.